the Bible Study Podcast, episode 610. Today, the Bible Study Podcast concludes the study of the Gospel of Mark. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. We're going to conclude the Gospel of Mark today. I think when we come back next week, we're going to start Ezra and then Nehemiah is my current plan, but that could change. But first, let's talk about Easter. Mark 16, Jesus has risen. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. I'm going to do this section first before we continue on with the chapters. So this is where some of the original versions of Mark end the book. And so that's why I wanted to break it in two pieces. Mark basically, as always, is fairly laconic. Mark doesn't have a lot of extra words. And so basically he gets to this story and and perhaps in the original versions, says this is it. Jesus then was resurrected. Now, remember that Mark is writing to the church that has heard a lot of these stories, and he's just putting them together into one form. And so they would have heard of a lot of things that happened later on that Luke will talk about, for instance, in the book of Luke, but then also in the book of Acts. And so Mark says the basic part of the story here is that Jesus wasn't in the tomb, that Jesus was resurrected. These women who, at the end of the last chapter, are marking the place where Jesus' body is buried so that they can go anoint his body and say a final goodbye, are told that this was not the end of the story. And it is an interesting question, if you're an early Christian, where do you put the end of the story? Because it didn't end. Right, It would have been easy if Jesus had died on the cross and that had been it to just end with the last chapter and then nothing. But this is the beginning of a whole new chapter, which is why Luke, for instance, in his gospel starts another book. Luke starts the book of Acts, which is also written by him, which says, and then what happened? Well, then what happened after Jesus resurrected? In fact, he puts the ascension of Jesus into heaven in that book. Because, in a sense, it's not part of Jesus' earthly ministry, or it's the final exclamation point on it. Then the book of Acts is about the early church, and Mark isn't telling that story. And so really this wraps it up, which is, he's not here. He's not dead. In fact, remember, he told you this was going to happen, and he told you he would meet you in Galilee. And so the women are bewildered. I mean, they've been told something very clear 
but they don't know what to think of it. They don't know what how to process this information is where we leave them here. And then continuing on again, some early manuscripts don't include this section. When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him and who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they did not believe it. Afterward, Jesus appeared in different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. They returned and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for the lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, "'Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation.'" Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison it will not hurt them all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. And so we get here at the end of Mark really a summary of about a 40-day period, starting here with Easter and then ending with the Ascension and then going on to what happened after. So Mark puts that all here in just eight verses. And it says that he appeared to Mary Magdalene, or again, we said she is a woman that Jesus had driven demons out of, who was a wealthy woman who had supported the ministry of Jesus. And when she tells people, they don't believe it. He appears to the two people while they're walking in the country, and we know that from the other Gospels as the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. And they return, and they tell it to the disciples, and they didn't believe it either. They, they're they're just having a hard time understanding this. And again, remember, Jesus did tell them he was going to die and what was going to happen after. But it, it's, a, it's a tough thing to process, right? They had already, by this time, now we're on Sunday, and they've dealt with this from Friday night and all day Saturday. Jesus was dead, and it seemed like a fairly permanent thing. And we have to say that the resurrection rate, even in Israel, is fairly low. The number of people who've been resurrected so far is about two, Jesus and Lazarus. And so there's little expectation that this was going to happen, even though, again, he had told them it would. And so the first thing that Jesus does when he appears to the eleven, the eleven, remember that Judas has gone and hung himself, Judas is no longer with us. And I don't think Mark related that story. But he's not part of the disciples, not part of the apostles, but he's also just killed himself. And so he appears to the rest, and the first thing he does is he scolds them for not believing those who have come and told them, those who they've found before to be reliable people, those who they've been with and have witnessed with, they still had a hard time believing what they said. And then in Mark's version, he gives them right here the Great Commission and tells them, to go to all the world, to preach the gospel, and says they will have these signs that will accompany their ministry. Mark is really telescoping this because this happens on the Ascension Day, we know from those who go into a little more detail. And so he skipped over about 40 days here. 
But Jesus basically commissions them. Now you're it. Now you're the plan. Now you're the way that people are going to hear about what happened. And we can wonder why God chose this plan. Why didn't God just appear, have Jesus appear to the Sanhedrin, to Pilate, to all of the people at the time? And yet he seems to want us to have faith. It, he's not trying to prove himself to us in that way. And so this is the plan. This is the plan that these disciples, that other disciples, that you, that I, will go to all the world and preach the gospel. This is still the plan. This is still the Great Commission. This is still what is happening now. And so again, where do you end the story? Because this story is not over. Jesus' story is not over. And the church story, which starts here, is not over. Not for me, not for you, and not for those who still have not heard. And with that, we conclude the Gospel of Mark. I hope you've learned something here. I hope you've gotten something out of it that you can apply. And again, next week, we'll go in and talk about Ezra and Nehemiah. And Ezra and Nehemiah will talk a little bit more about leadership uh, because we have a very special role. We took a break here in the Gospel of Mark from the histories, but we're going to jump back in after the time period of the Babylonian captivity. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Looking for ways to stay positive? Brighten your day with the free Story Behind podcast. Hear weekly short stories that showcase true joy, love, and hope. Listen now at lifeaudio.com or by searching for Story Behind wherever you get your podcasts.